If you were writing a book in which you want to present an original essay, an original worldview on how to see life's battles and life's journeys, what would you do? Would you go straight to the punchline? Maybe, and you would maybe come across as a very original thinker. The problem is that within Judaism, you would have no validity. Why? Because your argument is not based on traditional Torah sources. It's your own wake up in the morning, great idea. And if Judaism adopted every person's new wild idea, then we wouldn't look like what we look like today. We, we would have been gone a long time ago. We have the incredible ability of being original, but at the same time, basing the originality on solid sources, which makes it semi-original. Because if it's totally original, uh, you know, you just had an epiphany, that's not valued within Judaism. Fa found it, find it within solid sources, make it with a solid foundation, aha, then we could appreciate it. So that's really what Rabbi Schneir Zalman does for the first two-thirds of chapter one. And that's interesting. Many people that will study Tanya will be turned off quite quickly at chapter one because, hey, what, where's the punchline? What are you getting at? But the truth is, the Rabbi Schneir Zalman, because he's writing this to people of all levels of study, including Torah sages, he has to come and present his credentials within the Talmud and within traditional Jewish sources that allow him to then build his worldview. If he's just coming and offering it, then he has, again, no validity. So what he does is in typical Talmudic style, he presents contradictions. For example, one place it tells us, if everybody tells you that you're great, that you're a tzaddik, don't consider yourself a tzaddik, consider yourself like a Russia like an evil person. Okay, fine. The other place says, Don't consider yourself an evil person. That's a contradiction. Another question, common sense. If I consider myself as a Russia, then I will always feel low with myself. I won't have the confidence that I'm able to overcome my battles, and I will not be successful. So why would you encourage me to look down on myself? Now, he then introduces a, com a concept that's brought in the Talmud and expanded on within Jewish mysticism, the five levels of service of God. What he calls a tzaddik v'tovlo, at the top, a tzaddik who has good for him, a tzaddik v'ralo, a tzaddik who has bad for him, a benini, a, middle a mediocre fellow, a rasha v'tovlo, a rasha who has a good for him, and a rasha v'ralo, a rasha who has a bad for him. Now, the simple reading of the Talmud is there are tzaddiks that have a good life and the tzaddiks that have a bad life. There's a Russia that has a good life and a Russia has a bad life. But the mystics explain it much deeper that a tzaddik vitovlo is a spiritual level. A tzaddik that has a good means he's on a higher spiritual level than somebody who has the bad for him. What? Why? What is good and what is bad? And what does it mean a tzaddik still has bad and a tzaddik has good to him? But more importantly, for the sake of the Tanya, which is called the Sefer Shalbanim, the book of the mediocres, the middle people, the intermediates, what is a Bainani? Is a Bainani simply 50% that a tzaddik, let's say, does 100%, a good tzaddik? A bad tzaddik is 75%. A Russia that's good is 25%, and a Russia that's bad is 0%, and then the Bainani is 50%. 
But that's very cheesy because then then Benini should be something you don't aspire to. It's an absolute um, average, and most of us can say that we do much more than 50% right. So what is that? Especially that we find in the Talmud one of the great sages, Rabba, coming and saying, you know what you want, you know what a Benini is? Look at me, Kigonana, I'm a Benini. I'm the intermediate. Really? You do 50% sins, Rabba? Now you might answer, Rabba's trying to be humble. But humble doesn't mean being in denial of your strengths. So if Rabba says he's a Benini, and he's definitely not doing 50% sins, as we know that when it came time for him to die, the angel of death couldn't even find a moment to catch Rabba without Torah study. And he had to do some trick in order to get Rabba to stop learning and then was able to take his soul. He can't be that. So then what is Rabba? What does a Benini mean? Why did he even call himself? And even if he was wrong, how wrong could he be? So what the Balatanya, Rabbi Shneur Zaman, does after presenting many, many questions is he leads us to a place that it cannot be that a Benini is 50-50. A Benini has to be something else. And this opens the conversation to quantify people differently. To quantify people not so much by what they do, but by what they are. What? What does that mean? For that, you've got to stay with us.